How I Became a Ghost, Chapter 13, The Coming of My Final Day By nightfall the snow stopped, but the air turned bitter and cold. After supper, Gabe scooted close to the fire and everyone gathered to listen. We should talk about something, he said. Ruth had her blanket wrapped tight so no one could see her face. She began to shake and sob. Ruth is afraid, Gabe said, but we have nothing to fear now. They can't hurt us anymore. My mother and father looked at each other but said nothing. Now that Nita is gone, Gabe continued, they can't hurt us. Who would want to hurt you? My father asked. The soldiers. They said they would take Nita away if we told anybody what I am about to tell you. We have another daughter. Her name is Naomi, and she is 12 years old. Where is she? My mother asked. The soldiers took her, Gabe said. They rode into our camp one morning. They were looking for someone to do their cooking. A soldier spotted Naomi and threw her on his horse. Naomi is a strong young girl. She kicked and screamed. I ran to help her, but the soldier knocked me to the ground with his shotgun. We are taking her, the soldier shouted. Then he fired his shotgun at a branch over my head. I jumped away just in time and the branch fell at my feet. The soldier didn't care. She is ours now, he said. Then he looked at Nita. If you want to keep your other daughter, say nothing about this. If you say a word to anybody, we will come for this little girl too. You will never see either of them alive again. No one said anything for a long time. Ruth buried her face in her hands and cried quietly. Finally, my mother spoke. Do you know where Naomi is? She asked. No, Gabe said. We have been afraid to look, afraid to ask or tell anyone what happened. But now that Nita is gone, they cannot hurt us anymore. Then he looked at me. Isaac has something to tell you, he said. Everybody was looking at me. I was embarrassed, but I knew that the time had come for me to tell my mother and father, and Luke too, my own secret. Please don't be mad at me, I began. I don't want to upset anyone. Losing our home was bad enough. What do you need to tell us, son? My father asked. I will soon be a ghost. There. I'd said it. I closed my eyes. I felt the warm shiver. When I opened them, I was surrounded by Choctaw ghosts. Nita, Mr. and Mrs. Jonah, old man and old woman, they stood in a circle around me. But there were more, at least a hundred other ghosts, many I did not know. They smiled and nodded. We are proud of you, Isaac, old man said. We know this is not easy, but they needed to know. I closed my eyes again. When I reopened them, everybody was waiting and the ghosts were gone. I don't know how, but it will be soon. I looked at my mother. She was trying hard not to cry. I knew she wanted to be strong for me. Ghosts come to me, I said. They show me things, things that are about to happen. That is how I knew Mr. and Mrs. Jonah burned in the fire. I saw their hair on fire that day by the river. I saw old man and old woman covered in sores. But I don't know what happened to their grandson, Joseph. Nita came to me yesterday, 
I continued. She told me about her sister. She said she would help me find her. I looked at Gabe and Ruth. She wants you to be happy again, I told them. What can we do to help? My father asked. I don't know, I said, but the ghosts will tell me. If I have to leave camp to find her, you must understand. Please don't try to stop me. Will you be safe, son? My mother asked. Her question floated above the campfire. No one wanted to say what everyone was thinking. He can be safe, but it will not matter. Isaac will be dead soon. He will join the others. He will be a ghost. No one said it, but that is what everyone was thinking. I did not have long to wait. I thought the ghost world was full of surprises, but the biggest surprise of my life woke me up that night. Isaac, a voice whispered. I rubbed my eyes. The sky was dark and morning was still several hours away. Somebody was leaving, leaning over me, but all I could see was a shadow surrounded by the bright moonlight. This was not a ghost. I was sure of that. Who is it? I asked. It's me, Joseph. Old man and old woman were my grandparents, the shadow said. I sat up. Jumper sat up, too. He didn't bark. He knew who it was, and now I could remember, and now that I could see him better, I recognized Joseph. He was older than me, maybe 13 or 14. Where have you been? I asked. It's a long story, Joseph said. I'll tell you later. Right now, we need to find Naomi. Do you know where she is? I asked. Yes, and she is still alive, he said. The soldiers still have her, but getting her back will not be easy. They are the meanest soldiers of all. They are the soldiers that brought the bad blankets. I was afraid now, more afraid than ever. If these soldiers still had the blankets, we could all die. What can we do? I asked. First, let your mother and father know you are leaving. We don't want them to be worried when they wake up and you are gone. Then, let's go somewhere where we can talk. I crawled up to my father. Dad, wake up, I said in a quiet voice. I didn't want to wake my mother. What is it? My mother asked. She never sleeps, I thought. No keeping secrets from her, not for a minute. My father rolled over and mumbled something. Wake up, my mother said, shaking my father. I have to go now, I told them. I think I know where Naomi is. Don't worry, I'll come back as soon as I can. Be careful, son, my father said. I will, I promise, I said, but I was worried. I knew I might never see them again, not as a living person. My day of becoming a ghost grew closer. I could feel it.